0: Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make, make us, us laugh and smile. and smile. So
1: let's explore the dark forest and dork out for us. Once again, the live, the dork forest here at Nerd, Nerd Melt, uh, theater behind the Meltdown comics. Welcome to the program. Don't forget to turn your cellular telephones off. Uh, you know that, uh, Zach over there in the booth doing audio. He's, yeah, let's have an applause for him. Patrick Brady's gonna massage it. Mike Rickberg just sang the song you'll hear. He'll sing again at the end, Mexican hat dance. And then, uh, and then what else is happening? Oh, Vilmos does the website. So those are the credits sitting across from me. Mary Bird Song. welcome to the program. Thank you, Jackie. You, I feel like you're the most famous person that I've ever had on the show. Oh, I'm sorry. Except for, <laughs> <laughs> but yet, I think I think there, But I mean, the thing is, is like because we have mutual friends, yes, but we've we never really met. Mike Rickberg. Is Mike one Rickberg, a uh, musician. He's been on the program. Yep. I say his name every episode, and so he is our mutual friend. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, so when we talked about you being on the program. I got the greatest email from you that said, "Alien archaeology, not the biblical kind." You know what I mean? No, no, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean, not the biblical? What? Where's the mashup between the aliens and the Bible that I've missed out on in my catechism every Sunday when well, I was a child?
2: In, in, in my defense, it was ancient archaeology. Ancient archaeology. What not, did I turn it into? Or no, I think I was biblical archaeology, but not in a weird like Christian way.
1: Oh, that was it. It was a weird
2: Christian way. Like a biblically way.
1: way. Right, right. You weren't gonna say. You weren't gonna ask me about my connection or my belief systems right. or what what's happening. Because it's hard. It's hard to tell people you're into like biblical archaeology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then... unless it has something to do with Indiana Jones. Which True. then you can save the safest does, space. Right. <laughs> right? Who doesn't want any part of the that, Ark, I do. The, the Raiders of? Raiders of the Chalice. Where do you think that came from? I don't, that the, came temple. from the temple. The temple. The temple in <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> and what about that cup? That doesn't look like the cup of a carpenter, right? right? That is not the cup <laughs> we of just a carpenter.
2: We did. Yeah, and you know what I just remembered is that I forgot my, uh, one, uh, prop that has some gifts for you.
1: Oh, there's it's, a, there's a, is it in the other it's room? It's backstage. Do you want, Zach, do you want to go get it? Backstage. Backstage. What does it look like? It's a
2: magazine that says Legendary Times on it. Woohoo!
1: There's mm-hmm. Legendary Times happening. Awesome. awesome. All right. So, um yeah, this is... So, Mary Birdsong, let's just talk about you for a second, uh, so people know. Reno 911, right? We're all familiar with the program Reno 911? Yay. She was the cop. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they were all cops, Do, do people anyway. know your joke that you just told me backstage about... Uh, yes, I think okay. they do. The fact that... Because whenever casting people look at me, what do they see? Huh? Airport cop? Yes, Dave Amiant. Well done. <laughs> it's airport cop. Well, it's- for a long time, I mean, it was a similar situation, like you know,
2: sort of like dumpy security guard, right? Uh, quirky
1: yet you know, haggard best friend. <laughs> You know, oh, I love the breakdowns. Hooker. Like, drunk, they're always, yeah. Right. It's always something flattering. And even if it's the, have you ever looked at the ones for the beautiful people? Oh, yeah. They're always beautiful, but stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, they they can not put a breakdown. Anyone's flattering. It's, no. feel, it's like, no, no, you're a knockout,
2: but you're an idiot. And, and <laughs> this is a sort of Reno related. Carrie Kenny, huh? Uh-huh. Carrie Kenny. Carrie Kenney, right? Um, Carrie Kenny and I actually went on the same audition for, I think it was a, uh, Stand-up comic with Parkinson's disease. <laughs> ah, the shaking. And it, it was ah. me and, and Carrie and uh, Mindy Sterling?
1: That sounds right. From uh, Austin
2: Powers. And, okay. Right? Is that the yeah. right name? Anyway, we're all sitting there just looking at each other. <laughs> Who do you call?
1: <laughs> you call us. It turns out. <laughs> These chicks right here. Hot. Right. Hot. Hot chicks. And yet in other circles. Perfectly beautiful, right? I mean, Thank obviously you. working it, working it, huh? Thank oh, you. There you some clapping. I try the... very
2: hard not to be recognized as Deputy Kimball because that
1: would be depressing. That would that would be a lot. <laughs> and then the Descendants. You were in the Descendants with Mr. George Clooney, who's supposed to be a very nice man and and dreamy and all the all these he really things. He was. He did not disappoint. My... Should I like eat the mic? Is you that what you they th- say in the biz? Eat, what do you think, Zach? Yeah, you should eat the mic. Yeah, it's.
2: Okay, like it has sprinkles on it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like you really want to meet the mic. Okay. Hi. Dick joke. I'm here all week. Yay. Yay. Don't forget to write. Well, if you could see the setup here, it's very phallic, if I may. Right, it is very. And then because of this long staff. You know what? Two, two of them, by the way. Two long staffs. Sword fight. This is like, this is, this, we would have to know each other very well to be in a room to have two phalluses going like this. (laughs) We'd be like, hey, hey, Mary, how you doing? I'm going to work on this guy. You work on that guy. Oh, I'm doing all right. Hold on one second. <laughs> no kidding. Were you there on Tuesday? <laughs> have you seen that show, Once Upon a Time? Oh, my God. I love that that's what it sounds like. It's been so long, I really can't remember. I have to tell you, I was talking to somebody about... um. The nature of what constitutes, uh, cheating and, uh, in, in the, in the sexual realm. Because of, you know, there's always people who are like, well, I had a lesbian experience, but it wasn't really sex. Oh, I had, uh, I gave him a blowjob, but it wasn't really sex. I received a blowjob, but it wasn't really sex. A la Mr. Clinton. Yep. But, um, but in all of those cases, I think just because you were disconnected, from the actual event doesn't mean that it wasn't sex i think by definition i wasn't really emotionally present so i don't think that counts i don't think it counts i believe i was super drunk and you're like still still involved still uh, there were bits bits on were on top of other bits those are sexual bits Oh, yeah. In other news, uh, we can move on. I'm so sorry for bringing it to a screeching weird. But the, uh, uh, so what is this? Legendary Times is what? What is this? is, is that? exciting
2: for, um, just, uh, as it happens, um, I knew I was going to go and do Dork Forest and I was very excited. Excellent. Um, and yesterday in the mail, I got this mysterious sort of unmarked envelope. Ooh. And, uh, but it was definitely for me. It didn't say like <laughs> resident, you know, right. current resident. Um, anthrax enclosed. Which I've Please always go. wanted to name a band. Current occupant. Current occupant? That's a good name. So, if anybody's out there and they have
1: a band that still plays out, take I got it. one. Thirsty, Go thirsty it, Boku. Thirsty Boku. Thirsty Boku. That sounds yeah. like a drag queen. I was <laughs> wanting to do a. Uh, ooh, that is a good one.
2: <laughs> I like the idea of a. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Thirsty Boku. Oh, I'm thirsty. Um <laughs> A lot.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: that's tr- we just did it, right? We did yeah. Vegas. okay. Yeah. All right. so I got this mysterious envelope that was unmarked, and I opened it up, and it is Legendary Times magazine, which I ordered voluntarily myself <laughs> uh, on the website of I don't know if the audience can really see this, George Sukalos sukalos And who oh. he's sucalicious. And According to all to his and own And These pub. are my gifts May for I you. He's, I got two of each, so you're oh you get a uh um, sticker for your notebook. Very nice. Look at this guy's hair. A mini uh, sticker. I, he might is he Greek or is this he's just Greek? A play? And the best part about it, he's amazing. He always wears a brown suit. He oh. gets Tanner and Tanner every time he appears. And his hair gets higher and higher. This is a lot of hair. There's a lot of hair going on here, people. This and, is a lot. Yeah. This is a tall dude. And he always wears a little pin on his lapel that's like an ancient uh, jet. Machine. Yeah. What is it? It's like flying a machine. flying machine. Oh, oh, weird. Is George here? I feel like his dad is. See his hair, <laughs> but um. So, and he wears this little pin, and he's just like very animated, and, uh, and he's, he's, yeah. he's amazing. This is so great. And so people, I think, started just making that. Does anybody know the backstory on how that picture came into being? Whoever's shouting out Georgisms? Okay. Dude. So this, and there's your, for your car.
1: Oh yeah. That's ancient no alien will on board. No cop stop you with that on there. LegendaryTimes.com. LegendaryTimesBooks.com. Today's episode of The Dork Forest is sponsored by Legendary's Time. LegendaryTimes.com. And, and this wow. is the best part. I have a membership card. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that's through <laughs> the background Sir, keep I it in your pants
2: Keep it in your pants Keep it together <laughs> ancient, uh, To the Ancient Alien Society Oh, wow It's and like it the says, National
1: Geographic Society yeah. and,
2: and then it says horrible. I don't know what that means Hold on, I have to put my glasses on You don't like
1: coconuts? What kind of crazy girl are you?
2: Oh, anyway oh. Ancient, uh, Archaeological Astronautics and SETI Research Association mm. wow. Center for SETIs. Ancient Astronaut Research All right Fucking flash that, flash that, and show them. If anybody gives me any, she'll be like, "Excuse me, ma'am, I'm in the." <laughs> um,
1: um, all right, I'm like, you I'm you? like reaching for it, going, like, well, "Is it really mine? Is it mine?" No, no, oh, no, no that's gonna you. be. Oh, this is mine. Oh, fair enough. Should all I right. read you just the beginning of the letter? <laughs> yes, okay. please do. All right, dear AAS. Ass. <laughs> A-A-S. Tricky. Tricky. I guess it would be us.
2: <laughs> Dear us member. <laughs> European. On behalf of everyone at the Ancient Alien Society and Legendary Times. Yes. I'm delighted to welcome you to our organization. Thank you very much for joining. In close, please find your new Legendary Times membership card. Okay, okay. You are now part of the world's largest expedition. Woo! And then Dark Expedition. And, on and, on. and it's signed by Eric Von Daniken. Von Daniken? Who's that? chariots of the gods. He wrote chariots of the gods Which and he's german and he always says there's a young uh, a girl and the, the ancient aliens they come down and they say these are beautiful oh. young ladies mm. let us have be having sex with them and they make a hybrid of human beings and they uh. say oh how great
1: we are. Oh kiss 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 I think Wait. I read a Zeus story about that, sort of like that. It was Zeus came down and he chased this this heifer. Anyway, <laughs> Eric Von Daniken is amazing. Is he amazing? Okay, so so suppose. Okay, so talk to me about ancient aliens. They the theory is is that aliens came a long time ago and they built things. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh Well, there's a bunch of theories. One theory is that they built, you know, or they instructed us in how oh. to build certain things. Like, we built it, but they were like, no, 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 put that there. That looks much better. <laughs> like, just sort of, you know, busy sure. gaze, you know. Okay,
1: they were okay. so they were very busy. That looks horrible. I don't know. You're going to want that to be pointier. And uh are you, are you talking about the pyramids? The pyramids being one of them,
2: okay. or like there's this ancient uh, temple they discovered in Turkey that was buried under sand. Gobekli Tempe or, te- te- no, Tempe, the top I don't know what I'm talking okay, it's about. A tapas. It's um, just a a small. But there's a of food. city that they just discovered in Turkey, buried under the sand, and it's right. like six thousand years older than the oldest civilization they thought existed in Samaria. So, like, they're discovering that this whole like. Oh, empty, I'm going to look that up. That'll be in the notes. It's, wow, it's just crazy because you know we we were just sort of you know prehistoric stone people right. forever and ever and ever, and then just. We were like pyramids, you know. We just it was just it, sort of it, crazy. Oh, it feels a little abrupt, yeah. And, okay, and, and so there's these theories that perhaps at certain points, um, giant prawns came sure, and told us how to do shit. but uh, so there's theories that they like uh built the pyramids. There's a theory, there's actually a myth in Sumeria, um, about the, An- Anas- An- the Anas- Anunnaki,
1: Anunnaki, Anunnaki. Mm-hmm.
2: that the Anunnaki were sort of like the aliens or they said oh. the gods, okay, who came down and they were like, We want gold. Shit, that's really hard work. How about we get these, like, ape-like sort of human people to do it for us? Right. And so we were like a slave race for right. the aliens to mine gold. I don't necessarily buy that. Uh, no? Just, uh, you know, to clarify. Oh, but yeah, the please. thing that is interesting, I think, is when they, you know, and this is how it kind of hooks in with biblical archaeology, perhaps, is, you know, we have this Bible, right? This Old Testament or whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, of the these Torah. ancient, ancient myths, probably the oldest, the you know, some of the oldest um, yeah. myths and literature we have. And it's just so pervasive. I mean, it's, it's like a paradigm we live in of. Oh, like everybody has the same stories of the great flood. Kind of. we everybody just all has accept. the same Like there's stories. the creation story yeah. and then there's gods that come down and there's angels and there's, you know, this whole weird sort of mythology that we're all aware of. Right. And we just kind of, you know, put it up there with like Peter Pan and, you know, right. the Easter Bunny <laughs> as like, oh, that's, that's adorable. Right. Your Bible is adorable with little, okay. little <laughs> angels <little> and <laughs> miracles. But they're saying, what if it was just a misinterpretation? Of you know people that really did descend who were okay. from some other realm, which if you want to call it angels, call it angels. But it maybe it was actually some foreign sort of life uh, from an outer well.
1: Now here's space. here's the thing: because aliens, uh, whenever I think about aliens, I think about them much like I think about my mother, my dead mother's extended family. <laughs> Which is they probably exist, but they don't affect my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably yeah, I would assume so. Okay, but I don't know. Oh, now, do you think that there are aliens? Oh, definitely. Okay, because otherwise, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of business happening in the sky. It does seem weird that it would be empty.
2: Yeah, I mean, they just, especially lately, they've just discovered how incredibly small we are. I mean, I just think statistically. Right. It wouldn't make sense. It doesn't
1: make sense. I mean, what kind of God or even what kind of science would create this? Right. And I'm not even saying there are, there are life forms
2: out there that we can necessarily detect. I mean, there might be a hundred thousand life forms that we are just, we have no way because of our senses. Oh, okay. Which are limited. Right. And our dimensions, which are limited mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. planet Earth, that we can't even you know, register them, like dogs can hear certain frequencies of sound that we can't, you know?
1: Okay. So
2: they they might be
1: all around us all the time, and that's what we think are ghosts, huh? Yeah, right there. That could be something, huh? Where's right? Karen Rontowski to really bring down the ghost hunter? But, uh, she's a friend of mine. Anyway, friend of the show. But the... uh uh Yeah, I digress. But okay, so there, so there might be aliens, and they might be uh, all around, and they might have come... And sort of directed traffic, or left plans. Possibly, around. and there's even theories that, like, there are
2: so many legends, and and I kind of buy into the idea that legends exist from something. They didn't just pop out of nowhere. Okay. Um, unless you're talking about unicorns, but um, what did unicorns come out of? uh rhinoceroses
1: I don't know <laughs> no, I th- no I maybe yeah, that's, a, that's a valid there was some theory talk, except for that you would have to be seriously stoned or lonely <laughs> to think that a rhinoceros was this beautiful unicorn
2: it was like a rhinoceros and a really fucking drunk horse <laughs>
1: And that mated one night, like, oh,
2: fuck, no, no. Fuck, I had sex with a rhino. <laughs>
1: but I was I was disconnected, so it doesn't count, <laughs> right. is what the rhino was thinking. Anyway. Uh, but, but so I, I think that, you know, there are so many
2: myths about uh, angels or gods, whether it's Greek mythology or Old Testament mythology, right. you know, Sumerian myths, where the gods mated with the humans. And so right. there are these, like, Hercules, like, semi-human, but godlike, right. you know, and so there are theories that these myths may have come from The f- that this is crazy. I don't even know no, if any of it. this shit is true. I just find no, it fascinating no. if it's, it's crazy. It's fascinating to speculate on it. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. So, um, you know, this idea that at one point aliens uh, came down and kind of tampered with our DNA, which explains or made it with humans or, came or something. Up with, okay. And then it was that sort of mixture of DNA that suddenly had this huge growth spurt.
1: Oh, right. Because we were idiots. And then all of a sudden we got some sort of extra chromosome or some sort of spike in some sort of yeah. DNA. Now, who is speculating about this? Are they, are they, is, is, is it? Is it fiction writers? Is it scientists? Is it everybody? It's George Sukalicious. Oh, oh, this guy, Sukalicious. Okay, and, so. and
2: and Eric Bondanikin, and, and Eric, uh, David okay. Childress. I think is a big proponent of this. There, it's amazing because when you watch this, is all this all started for me because um, yeah. the History Channel started. This show called Ancient Aliens, which was a special, and I was obsessed with it. And I would, like, just wait for it to come on. How many are there? there at first, there were only, like, three or four, like, specials. Okay. There's really old one written, narrated by Leonard Nimoy. Okay. Which is awesome. It's, like, really dated. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's like, will well, maybe someday that. we'll go to the moon. No, that's crazy. <laughs> um, But, uh, so, and before long, it just was so obvious that other people were responding the way I was. <laughs> They're you like, know, we need like, to see more of this. Like, i like, we gotta watch more of this. Speculate, speculate. Yeah. Um, and so soon they were like, oh, 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 we have a series. Uh oh, <laughs> aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And, then there's, and then there's like six series and, Websites and and so they have these the steady characters of uh, the steady flow of, of talking heads these experts okay and some of them seem actually very knowledgeable okay some of them are like really reaching and then it kind of pisses me off when those guys come on because then you just feel like an asshole for watching it yeah.
1: right you know okay because I mean? like, like they're skin. not historians and they're not his, his yeah they're, they're like, just they wrote a... one book okay Do you yeah. know what I mean yeah
2: because like, yeah, I can write a book my mom the Martian or you know what I mean and, <laughs> and I was like really into it and then that guy comes and that on guy, and you're oh, like oh your you, buzz man now I don't believe it exactly. Exactly, but um, so where were we? It no, no. started because of that. I got really into it. Okay, and you know, it just started. It just made me think, like, you know, to second guess a lot of the presumptions I guess were were raised with. On I
1: I, I want to back up a little bit here and talk about the History Channel. Have you always been interested in the History Channel? Pretty much. I be, I
2: think because I'm an actress and because I uh, try to get jobs on like sitcoms and. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows like that. Um, I can't watch sitcoms. Okay. I can't watch even like great things like The Office and, um,
1: 30 Man. Rock. Like, okay. I,
2: I'm just too competitive and insecure <laughs> and I <and> have <laughs> too much low self-esteem oh, did, to watch yeah. them because then the whole time I'm like, fuck, I'm not working hard enough. Why that? Why did she get that part? Right, right. Like, I could have been, I could have actually nailed that. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it leaves me with documentaries. Right.
1: Or, Uh, Discovery Channel, The History Channel. Yeah, old movies with dead people. Oh, right, right. Because I I couldn't have have gotten that job. No. Um, You could not have gotten that job. That is Walter Matthaus' sister. Right. So So the
2: way I sort of check out um, is to watch something as far afield from what we do as possible, which is. Okay.
1: You know, yeah, nature shows or space shows
2: or history shows or that kind of thing.
1: But you're obviously also interested in those things because there's ones that you don't watch, right? I mean, because the History Channel used to have history. Oh, I, I, know, I remember. I know. Yeah. Remember? I know. There's so they a ran lot of, out of history. So they're like, "What about the future?" <laughs> and then, what so if they, we bring the future back to history, right. and then just do speculative history? I know it's messed up. It's like I don't know. It's. And, I think uh, there's a second History Channel like MTV2 now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Isn't that's there? the thing. H2 is now sort of the home. It's it's the History Channel. You know, it's like MTV2. I right. Think it happened. Yeah, yeah. So it's the new sort of. Since the history all left the history channel, it's now at H2. Okay. But it's still not really all history at all. I mean, the Discovery Channel used to be science. Right. And it's now motorcycles and fucking like, you know, four wheeling and.
1: Yeah, it's more know. Spike TV, which is a uh, television for men. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And honest <laughs> <laughs> claps. Yes. Yes. Men. Yay, uh, men. They watch television. Yay, men. <laughs> and we're back with the with the with the falaises,
2: the, the mic stand. This is hilarious in a podcast when you do physical humor.
1: <laughs> you are known. You are known for your physical humor on podcasts and uh from from. Wait, uh let's digress briefly into your career again because uh, you just got uh, a sitcom, Roseanne Barr. Yes. How can yes, we applaud that. We can Yay! applaud that. You're going to be on our television every week.
2: Uh I hope so. I mean, it's just a TV pilot at this point, sure. but it's it's called Downwardly Mobile. Uh, and it stars Roseanne Barr and John Goodman in the same show. Oh, that's gonna be! But wait, it gets better. Yeah, uh, the writer, exec producer is Eric Gilliland, who wrote the original Roseanne show.
1: Okay. Uh, yes, that's awesome. So it, sh- it has all because of the I'm Sarah Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just took a mask off my face, you, you know, took like your you face do. Off.
1: Yeah, yeah, like you for the do. People to people who can't see.
2: Yeah, to reveal the big. So. But yeah, it was ex- really exciting to finally, uh, book, a, a pilot, uh, and it just, it was such a relief, it, you know. Right,
1: right. I'm sure your credit there like is. The system does excited. work sometimes. <laughs> right, the hard working eventually pays off. It's nice, though. Because you were in The Descendants, and, I mean, that's steady. I mean, there's work. But the thing is, is, is the, the, the series, if you're a series regular, obviously you're like, oh, I can buy land. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah that'll be. Good. Or with, if you're like me, like sheets. Sheets. What kind of sheets do you like? Nice That's ones. Stank.
2: Really nice. What do you think of those? I, yeah, I not of those. stained. Not previously stained. I want to be the first one to
1: stain them. You want to? You want to own non-pre-owned. Yes. You want brand new <laughs> sheets. <laughs> yes. You want to start with a brand new sheet. And I want to. I want to buy sheets where you don't threads? go like, ouch. You know, How many when threads. Uh, I don't know. I bought, I accidentally bought, uh, you know how everyone says more, more thread count, better sheet. Uh, you don't want a thousand thre- point thread count. Really? Yeah. Do you know why? Cause it's like, it's like sitting on top of a a, a piece of cardboard. Really? It's, it's too stiff. And if it's in the summer, super hot. Because it's like flannel sheets, cause it's like all of your body heat and, uh, any sort of juices that come out of you at night? Any sort of, um, and be, for me, it's, it's not pineapple. just me. It's not just me. <laughs> Everybody has juices that come out of them at night. And, uh, <laughs> so there's constantly like stains that I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't even enjoy myself. Right. There's no reason for there to be any of this. You, well, they it's say not you like need I to I drink coffee. In you bed. know what they say you need to get with the what? sheets. What?
2: I'm going to bring it back now. Bring it back. Egyptian <gasps> cotton. Oh, yes. What's oh, in Egypt? the right.
1: pyramids mhm who built them possibly Ancient aliens, aliens. <laughs> have you ever been to see the, any of this stuff for reals uh i wish i had i had been to
2: egypt um it's a dream of mine to go there but i you know i think it's going to be a disappointment no matter what cuz i just want it to be like an agatha christie movie you know <laughs> where i'm like in a <laughs> and I'm, you know like Reginald, um, and <laughs> do you want like, to bring a guy named Reginald and wear a pillbox hat? Yeah, you could do that. Sure, that's an attainable goal. Um, uh,
1: I, don't I don't want to that be like- allowed to
2: film that, like Murder on the Orient Express, <laughs> and then just like, or Death on the Nile, or something, right? And try right. to recreate it like for real.
1: Yeah, I think you know. I was gonna when I um I got a giant bag of money for me uh for doing a show, and I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna go somewhere exciting, and I was gonna go because I've always wanted to see the pyramids. Why wouldn't you? Um. And then that was the, uh, it was, I decided I was going to, I started looking into booking flights and uh, they lined everybody up against some wall and shot them. And I was like, ooh, not Egypt. Uh, I'm going to go to Indonesia. They lined everybody up against some wall and shot them. I was like a different accent. I, and then I was like, I'm going to go to New York. And that date, September 2000. No, no, it wasn't. That would have been spooky, <laughs> huh? How spooky would that have been? No, but I had a similar
2: experience in that I, I got some money. Yeah. And I wanted to go to Jerusalem. Okay. P.S., not Jewish, but obsessed. Could have been, could have been. Your obsessed father's obsessed with Judaism. I want to be Jewish. I'm okay. convinced that somewhere. Okay. That it's gotta be there. But, um, I wanted to go on a, on a dig. I wanted to go on an archaeological dig. And because oh. I have a subscription to Biblical Archaeology Society, <laughs> this is a separate magazine. But right. B.A.S. for those in the know. I like
1: that you're doing some separate reading with all of this stuff. Oh, sure. Go.
2: So, um uh, I had this magazine, and once a year they come out with the uh, volunteer issue, which I think is like the swimsuit issue in the world of archaeology. It's like <laughs> it's really pumped, you know. And uh, but they have like uh, this huge menu of places where you can sign up to go volunteer. Okay, it's kind of um, eco tourism in a way, but it's not necessarily about the environment, but. So there are all these different things to choose from, and I wanted to choose to go to Jerusalem or somewhere like that, right? Um, to see
1: that wall, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to see that wall?
2: And uh, and so I was going to do that, but then it was a little, you know, sketchy. Right, I think it was right after nine. Oh, 11. dangerous. Yeah, so I went to uh, Mexico. How was that? I saw Palenque, where all the Mayan, I think, I forget the Aztecs See, that
1: could remember. have been built by aliens. Is sure. That, what, is that, what's, where, they have pyramids, yes. they're stepped. Yeah, they're is that Mexican pyramids, is and that they, what you and went they saw? come with nachos. What? Oh, they come, hey. wait a minute, huh? And, uh, <laughs> so, so did you, did you see, what, what, what did you see in Mexico? Those stepped pyramids?
2: In Mexico, I did see, um, their stepped pyramids and, uh, temples and all that kind of thing, and, um, it was kind of fucked up though because I, I I booked the trip in a real hurry.
1: Yeah. And uh,
2: I booked myself into the wrong city in Mexico. There was like Villa Hermosa and Hermosia were the two cities that sounded very similar, and I got them mixed up. Yeah. So it was like I thought I was going to New York City, and I landed in Chicago. You know what I mean? It was like oh. that that wow. different. <laughs> um Although I caught it did just sh- in time. Oh, you did? Yes. Um. So, but a lot of money and and frequent flyer oh, miles yeah. later. I had to fly to Mexico uh, to Arizona, then from Arizona to Mexico City, then from Mexico City to Villa Hermosa, then rent a car and drive two hours. You rented a car in Mexico by yourself. Yes. And P.S. I got to Mexico City and was like, I fucking need a cigarette, and I I smoked then, and I was like, I got time. I don't speak Spanish, and I've never been to this airport before, but I got time before that plane takes. And like, I totally missed the plane because I had a cigarette.
1: Because also in Mexico City, you were not allowed to smoke in the airport, or there are certain areas? I think you weren't, um, or at least I couldn't find a place, and and
2: and that was the last flight out to Villa Hermosa that night. So what, did you stay in the airport overnight? Uh, yeah, and I was PMSing at the time as well, so I uh, literally did one of those, I don't know if any of you women have done this, but I threw my bag down on the, in like the middle of the airport floor and just started crying. Oh, yeah. And this nice little Spanish man. Right. um, Who looked not unlike Eric Von Donneken, now that I think about (laughs) it,
1: Could have been him. He's Um, everywhere.
2: And he just kind of guided me to uh, the the Mexico City Airport Hilton Hotel, so I had to stay
1: overnight. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) And uh, Money was no object on this particular trip. (laughs) Yes. You're like, I guess I'll be staying. I have had those temper tantrums, uh, and I remember having the temper tantrum. I was going uh, to Montreal, and I had forgotten my passport. Oh, turns out they want one, uh, cause they're another country, uh, turns <laughs> out. Yeah. And so I had a, t- I had a temper tantrum and then, um, I was sitting on the ground sobbing and I said, I've never been more happy not to be famous. <laughs> Because otherwise someone would have been snapping shots, right? TMZ. I think but, Canada gets really offended when you forget your passport because they're like, we're another country. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know, but we have been here for as long as you. And uh, yeah, so and then it was all resolved anyway. It's cool stuff here. Right. I had a neighbor go into my house, get my passport, drive it down to LAX and drop it off. You know what I do now? What? I keep it. I keep uh, scanned versions
2: of important uh, ID in my phone. In your phone. It's gotten me out of a a pinch.
1: Oh, that is nice. I have uh, it. have a a Xerox copy, like old people, uh, in my luggage. <laughs> like old yeah, yeah. people. I don't know you Xerox, know, for like old people. Yeah, like people who are over over thirty five. You know, those people who remember the mimeograph like machines <laughs> yeah. and carbonless copies. Remember Overhead that? head projectors. Uh, let's all microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was microfiche? <laughs> you remember microfiche? It's just a giant thing, and then you would you would zoom around. And right, but why like, fiche? Wife, oh, it's the French. It's it's the French oh. again. They're involved. <laughs> like thirsty Boku. The French are. They got their they got their hands and things. Bird song. You don't know about it, but they got their fingers. The in all Canadians kinds of do it. Yeah, the French Canadians. Um. So, but okay. So, backtracking. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the fact that you get two magazines about biblical ancient uh buildings. Yes. Uh. So, do you get are, are there books that you'd recommend people if they you know besides these. Obviously, which are probably available Netflix streaming. There are tons of books. Um, yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but um Are they a month are these monthly periodicals or are they quarterly? I
2: think BAS I actually my BAS subscription ran out. Um Herschel Franks, I think is the editor if you're listening. God. I'm sorry. It's, uh, um but uh I think it's like quarterly or something. No, it might be monthly. Okay.
1: And so it would come and you'd say, Hooray! The yep. biblical archaeological yeah. And it was also, Thing it was like a desperate
2: need, I think, in, it, 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 I think it happened when I sort of was going to Los Angeles more. It was just a desperate need to develop interests outside of show business. I tried desperately to not be entertained. Okay. In any way. <laughs> Um, It's a real personal... It's like a pet peeve of mine. Like, I don't want to listen to, you know, Nancy Grace when I'm waiting for my flight. I don't want to watch other people... You know, I don't want
1: to watch a TV screen. No, no. And, you know, you're just surrounded by it. Some of the greatest airports in the world have no overhead music and no televisions going. Right. It's uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You can change the TV. Uh, at the, uh, but you can, you can, it, it has regular like basic cable at each gate and you can change the channel. See that's nice. That's hilarious. You're just like, I want to watch Maverick. Let's do it. Let's go see what's happening. <laughs> Who's up for MacGyver? Oh, that's my play. And I, oh man, I'll now I'll never know how he gets that gum together with that string and makes that thing. But yeah, it was it was really kind of.
2: <laughs> I, I just wanted to be able to talk about other things besides you okay, know okay and have other, and, yeah yeah and and you know, and the strange thing is I found out um my mom is also obsessed with sort of the same stuff, oh really, and lately more and more we find that we've been watching like the same documentary at two o'clock in the morning, which is really <laughs> embarrassing,
1: but, but it's something to talk about, yeah, it's great i love um yeah maya uh you gotta you, you gotta help me out here like what what are what are old biblical um archaeology things? Like, what's happened? the temples? You're talking about that wall? What, what are we talking about? Well, there's, there's like the, the, the history of Jerusalem and
2: when it, when it suddenly was like a city as opposed to like a bunch of, or when it was, when Israel was considered like a nation as opposed to just a bunch of kind of tribes. There's the whole, like, where did Abraham come from? Oh, he kind of came really? from. Really? Uh the, I think when did it Mesopotamia, a, yeah. which is basically, everything boils down to Iraq, basically. Right. That's Tigers all you need to know, Euphrates. that everything came from Iraq, right. and everything's probably going back to Iraq.
1: <laughs> right. When we're done, we're just going to all yeah. gather in that it, one It is, thing.
2: you know, I mean, I'm no way am I like, uh, I don't believe in the, you know, we're all going to vanish and all that kind of stuff, but I, it is creepy. The, the Who believes of, we're all going to vanish? Oh, that's What's happening? That, what is it called? The, the the Rapture. The Rapture. Oh, the Rapture. And not um, to be confused with the awesome Debbie Harry song. Blondie <laughs> do you know that song? Which, uh, probably. Racho, Vito, take a tour, don't strain your brain, paint a train, you'll be dancing. singing in the rain, and don't stop, it's punk oh, rock.
1: I do know that song. There mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, music Way is my life. To fly, <laughs> so by my <laughs> I don't know, Ooh, we brought it all together. Yes. It's, uh, okay, so here's the thing. I don't know a lot about Jerusalem. All, when I was a child, all all we ever heard was uh, who was Armenian, and uh, it turns mm-hmm. out in Jerusalem there's an Armenian quarter. Yes, yes, and which uh, is and so weird proud. to me. It's like it's Christian called Glendale, Jewish. Yes. No. <laughs> boom, kidding. Anyway, so there's a Christian center, there's a Christian quarter, a, a Jewish center and, quarter. Yeah, and uh, what is it? A Muslim. Got to be the Muslims, right? They, they got to have some a foot in there, right? Because Jerusalem is a big deal for them too. Yeah, and then right? and then like Armenia. Yeah, and like then you'd for some reason, you think it would reason... be something else like France, you know, like <laughs> right, right, someone with some power or some some actual. Chops. Yeah. Somewhere. So, God bless that they've held their whole quarter. It's just like, no, we're just dystopian enough that they're like, ah, just give them that. They'll start a like a rug store and a coffee shop. It'll yeah. be fine. It's, so, uh, you know, they'll be bankers and, yeah, and,
2: and, and, you know, and I, it's funny because I'm so, uh, into this stuff that I forget that other people don't necessarily aren't. And, right. And B, don't know about a lot of stuff. Like, I assume they do. Like, what, what should I know? Well, like, there's this great thing about, um, this old uh, famous archaeologist and of course i'm blanking on his name but he was one oh, of fine, the yeah. early people to um explore the egyptian pyramids okay and there was it was very difficult for a westerner um a, a white man oh, right, to right. get into these pyramids at the time uh, and explore them and uh, even if it was for science and so he <laughs> managed to get into he was considered very um what do you call it uh extreme uh he, he was a radical no. no, uh, eccentric. Thank you. Oh, you were awesome. eccentric. He was and, slightly insane. Yes. And so in order, the, the way he got entrance access into the pyramids was he dressed up in a ballerina's tutu. What? Because it's brilliant because he knows, or he knew at the time, that in Egyptian culture, at least at that time, similar to some Native American cultures, people who are quote unquote crazy, or mentally ill are right. kind of revered. Oh right, and they're and considered sort of holy and like in touch with the gods. Mm-hmm, and so when mm-hmm. they saw this man who was like crazy in a ballet's tutu, a ballerina's tutu, they let him in.
1: Huh? <laughs> because it was like, oh, he's mentally ill and in oh, touch with look the gods. Okay, okay. The poor cuckoo the bird. Uh, let's just let him be. And it's sort of a weird healthcare th- kind of thing that the Native <laughs> Americans and the Egyptians are doing. They're like, oh, that guy could be. We could. We could actually stone him to death, or we could just be polite and hand him a loaf of bread every couple of days. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's interesting that, and so he got to go into the first pyramid, essentially, on, wearing
2: a tutu. I don't think the first one. I'm unclear on the, fuzzy on the details, but.
1: He got past security somehow. Yes. Uh, by, by wearing this outfit. And, uh, and what year was that? Do you know, was that early 1900s or something? Was he born? I want to say the 20s? Okay, yeah that but that, I could that, be wrong about that. Right. And and you know there's all those um where did the Elgin marbles come from? Anyone? Elgin marbles? Elgin? You, no, did not come from <laughs> Elgin. Good guess, sir. And uh what are so, they? They're they're in um they're in the, the British Museum and uh I think they came from Egypt and uh the Egyptians would like them back. Uh, but it was, it was when, um, uh, the British Empire was going around saving things, uh, from, uh, from the, from the, the poor savages. Oh, right. And right. in many cases did save them. And, um, but now the Egyptians are like, well, now we know that we're supposed to save them, so you could give them back now. Sure. And the British are like, mm, we're still using them. We're, mm, <laughs> we'd like to charge you 12 pounds to get into the right, British right, Museum. Right. So, uh, but yeah, so I think That's that they great. came from, from, uh, from Egypt and, uh, but what I, you know, like, has everyone, have, have people lived in Jerusalem forever?
2: Uh, from the I, beginning? I, I mean, I don't, they say that, uh, I, what I've heard is we kind of came out from Africa, but who knows, that's sort of. Well, no, no, I mean, like, ever since everybody was like, ah, oh, Jerusalem's a big deal. We're gonna. They, they do say that it, it, for some reason, had, um, like, they say that even the, you know, the temple itself, the first temple, there was the, the first temple, and then that got destroyed, and then they rebuilt the temple, and then that got destroyed, and then the, the Muslims. We will knock something down. That's yeah. what will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, you know, and it, that's very much like a part of Jewish culture. It's like, ah, well, you know, let's, let's build it again. <laughs> yeah why bother? It's gonna be knocked down. You know, they're gonna knock it down. But, um.
1: But make it nice. Make okay. it nice. It'll
2: be nice. And so now there's the dome of the, uh, the, the Muslim, uh, mosque. Mosques? That's built on top of it. And so okay. It's a huge, uh, contested thing. The mosque itself, um, which is on the exact spot where they say, uh, Solomon's temple was. Okay. Um, is considered a very sacred spot. Um, the Jews believe that that's where I think Abraham, I hope I'm getting this right, sacrificed
0: or was or going to sacrifice his Isaac, son, and then yeah. was like,
2: just kidding! Right. Um, and <laughs> then, uh, and, and then, uh, the Muslims believe it's where, uh, Muhammad ascended to, oh, uh, heaven or something.
1: Right, right. It's, a, there's a lot of real estate that happens to be six square feet. And, yeah. uh, and yes. For and, so- and they say that,
2: um, even before, like, the initial sort of, uh, Judaic, whatever, Israeli people, mm-hmm. even the tribes were there, um, and I guess that was Canaanites that were there before right. the Jews. Um, they're not even clear, like, who the Jews are. Like, they, it's like, they're, they, I think, some of them think they're, like, they were from Mesopotamia, and then they went into, to Canaan, and they were Canaanites, and then they went to Egypt, and then they came back from Egypt, and... Maybe they were aliens. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's even talk that they got the whole idea. The Jews are sort of credited as the first monotheists. Right. Um, and there's talk now that. that, um, they may have gotten that idea from Egypt, because there was a, an Egyptian pharaoh, um, Akhenaten, okay. I think who worshipped one god. Okay, and they 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 basically like kicked him out of Egypt for it. They were
1: like, "We've got enough of you. We yeah. have a pantheon that you, you need to chop chop with." Yeah. Okay. So, fair but enough. they're saying that even
2: before Solomon's Temple, that site was probably already considered holy. And there's a tendency whenever you see sort of temples or sacred buildings or churches or anything like yeah. that, that chances are the further back you go, it's always like people because people would come there and they'd say oh no that's the holiest spot in the city that's where such and such happened
1: okay and so they want to sort of co-opt it and say like oh now it's ours there's this thing you know (laughs) right the romans come in or whoever comes in i wonder if it originally was like you know like you, you always think about and this is talk about speculative fiction uh maybe originally it was like where the decent well was you know exactly. You're like, oh my God, that's where the fresh water comes out of. That must be where God lives because yeah. uh, we can get a decent drink of water. You know, yeah. and then so maybe I—I I don't know. I—I I find that stuff kind of. I love like you, you have, speaking of Indiana Jones. You know that the 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 city built carved out of rock in Lebanon that was in the third. I think Indiana Jones, mm. and it's an actual city. That's another place that I really want to go to. Have you ever heard of that one? Have you ever I heard of that not. one? Dude, what's the name of that one? Anyone? Petra? Petra? Yeah. Walking. It is not South Milwaukee. Again, with the Milwaukee reference. It's uh, the city of Petra, and it's in Lebanon. And that's another place I want to go, that if I, of course, bought the ticket, then they would line somebody up and shoot them. So uh, so I choose not to. It's like when I, I don't watch the Packers, because whenever I don't watch, they win. So um, so what I do is I don't plan to go to the great places of the earth yes. so that others can go there and enjoy those places. Yay! I, I give and I give. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. And, you know, I did actually wind up going to
2: Israel on a Dig. You did, yeah, uh, but it was—it wasn't in Jerusalem. It was at uh, the Sea of Galilee. Did you accidentally book that flight differently? No, no, oh, no I, I intended to go there. Okay, um, but it was awesome because I, I volunteered to go on this dig, and uh, I kind of squeezed it in. Do you know Rich
1: Fulcher? I do.
2: Yeah, he's hilarious, and I was actually going to visit him coming. in London afterwards. And yeah. But I was going to go to Israel and dig, and it was going to be really exotic, and there's going to be beautiful music playing. And Were you going to wear lighting, Eileen uh, Fisher? Right. A lot of flowing, <laughs> sweeping, linens? flowing robes. You <laughs> yes. know, and, uh, and it was so not like that. And I'm like, I don't like it when my hands are dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was covered in dust, just like everywhere. You'd Every go in a shower, and it us. would just be like mud. Ugh. Um, And we stayed on a kibbutz. Okay, and I was a big diva and I got my own room because, okay. I'm like, guys, I'm not 20. I'm sorry, I'm not sharing the like bunker with you. No bunk beds for Mary. And I, I like that about you. But um, it was really fascinating. And uh, so I show up at this dig, and the, the the head archaeologist is this Israeli guy named Rami Arav. Okay, and and you know you each have sort of like a pit that you're in charge of, and I'm in this pit like with my little pick, and I'm like, this sucks. This could be different, <laughs> and uh, I want to go on an audition. <laughs> You talk about entertaining. No, but don't be judged. But I was, I was digging, and I was trying. You know, sort of making the best of it. And uh but then Rami Arav sort of came around to my pit, and he got down into the pit with me, and he touched me inappropriately. No, I'm kidding.
1: He, um dun he dun. <laughs> Wait, um, how long was the stick? How long was the kibbutz and It was, kibbutz it was and... long. I was only there for a
2: week. Okay, you did all a week. I could do, okay, really. Yeah. But. um... And, but I remember being excited because the archaeologist was like in my, it was like, you know, teacher's pet kind of thing when you're a little kid, you know, and. I bet you he'll like me. I hope we find
1: something big deal. I'm gonna dazzle him with all my,
2: you know, knowledge of ancient archaeology. Yeah, yeah. um, How'd that work out? All he wanted to talk about was John Travolta's jet.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. The boy? No. Uh, the, ah, boom. Hi. He hey. named his kid Jet. He named his kid that no, was. No, he a- seriously was like Nicole
2: Kidman, John Travolta and he was like, Okay, someday you will go on David Letterman. And you will talk about this dig. Okay, so let's practice. So I'm David Letterman. Hey, it's Mary Bird's song here on the David Letterman Show. And what do you say? You say, Yeah, hey, I went on oh. this dig. And it was it was uh, the, <coughs> period, the the Byzantine period You know and so okay. I'm conv- if I if I do ever get on Letterman, I have to somehow do talk a name about check or the, just... the bedside. It was it was supposedly where a lot of the
1: apostles uh, lived. It was, okay, uh, whatever. Peter, the original and Paul and, yeah. the original twelve. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, my dad says about the original apostles Would. that we can all achieve a lot of things because you know Jesus only started out with twelve guys mm. to follow him. Yeah, you can achieve nice. anything. Thank you, Papa. Yeah, that's it. He's thank a... you, Papa. Cation. Exactly. Aim for the stars. <laughs> That's, my father has never said that. He has never... <laughs> my favorite thing that he said recently, because he hit on Maria Bamford at, our, at my wedding, is that... Uh, Smart man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as I was talking to him about it, because Maria was telling me that it wasn't that uh, uncomfortable, that it was kind of flattering, because my father's very charming, and he doesn't touch you when he hits on you. He just sort of puts out a vibe. Oh, that's nice. It's, it's just a vibe of, I find you attractive. If you were available, you could have this. <laughs> And uh, and this happens to be a seventy four year old man who's not very wealthy, but, but I, have to, I have to agree that is so rare. It is rare because he's not an elbow squeezer. He's just incredibly charming, right? But, and
2: and also being that clear, if I may make a pitch for this, right, fellas, oh, fellas gentlemen. because if I hear one, you know, like have one more experience, we, go, like, we should maybe I don't know, like hang out. The time. <laughs> Nobody making as that he's content. like as he's like walking away. You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't care. You just fucking hang. out. <laughs> it's like. Are you, are you, are you, you know, cause are you takes, invested? I never know when people are interested, so uh. I really like it when somebody's like, I find you attractive. Yes. Why don't we dine together? Like right. Would you, know.
1: you Would you be interested in going to the buffet? It's six nine nine. Uh, yeah. It's and the it thing is, balls. That's the thing. It's like right. you fucking manned up
2: and you did that.
1: Right. I'm going to say no. Like, good for you. <laughs> well, and that's and that's and my father. It's a numbers game. So uh, so and yeah yeah and so he just he's and he hit on my friend Rochelle as well because he enjoys a woman who is uh, very beautiful in her 30s. Or early, he thought Rochelle was a little old. She was in her 40s. And uh, my father's oh, 74. My 40, 74, my father. and uh, But he, he said, you know, the thing about Marie Bamford is uh, she's pretty, she's smart, she's funny, but uh, she doesn't have the right kind of father issues. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> The right kind. I like the, the there right are several kind. Several you can choose from. Guess what? I have to now do dig around and figure out what kind of father issues I have because wow. I've got Elliot Cation as my pop. Wow. And uh <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, the thing is, is Maria said it was creepy only because he was your dad. Other than that, I was like, right, oh, right. charming old guy just hitting on me. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, it's. What does your
2: dad do for a living?
1: Uh, my dad still does for a living. He sells aluminum siding and doors and windows and, um, So he does
2: shoot for the stars. He
1: does. He does. He's willing to. You know what? He, he's got a dream and it's, he wants to sell you awnings for your basement window. <laughs> uh, cause you know what? The sun's gonna beat down on your washer dryer and ruin it. Um, what? That's not real, dad. That's not ever anything <laughs> that happens. But okay. All right. And he's like, did it once, sold that, sold that to the, the guy. And, uh, yeah, because he's in a contest. It's a numbers game again. It's yes. a. he's in a what does your dad do?
2: Uh my dad is
1: retired,
2: so he successfully
1: spends... retired. He planned for it. Good for mm-hmm. him. Sure. My dad did not. All yes. right,
2: go ahead. Um uh he's he was a systems analyst. I have no idea what that means. Wow. Uh, but he now Sells. spends almost every waking hour in the basement with uh model railroads.
1: Oh, please listen to episode uh hundred and one, I think he it was. He is model not only that, episode. he has
2: his uh Master Engineer License.
1: Good for is it is it uh, is it a railroad where it is um, passenger railroad or freight railroad that he's running?
2: Uh, it's freight. and like you, he even he makes all the parts. Like he makes the backdrops, he makes the scenery. Oh, does he? He makes okay. every fucking little piece of track. Okay. He makes the trees. Okay, he makes the trees and the track and the grade. <laughs> and, and there the... are little there are little buildings that say like Birdsong Theatrical Supply. <laughs> 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 theatrical Supply. And like my sister's married to a doctor or a mm-hmm, surgeon with mm-hmm. the last name
1: Guyberson. so
2: it's like Guyberson Surgical Instruments.
1: Oh, oh, he's oh he's he's t- uh, you know. what? There is a dream among menfolk where uh, these people have to go ride their bikes. But uh, what's happening is quality, quality evening. Thank you. Always wear a helmet to Jackie Cation's podcast. (laughs) It's safe space. Good work. Good work. Wearing a helmet. And uh, so, yeah, we're almost done. But I've completely digressed into (laughs) who cares. You're having a good time. We're having a good time, ladies and germs. Is there anything not discussed in alien archaeology or biblical archaeology that you would like that has not been addressed? Just shout it out, and I will repeat it to the masses. Anything you'd like to ask Mary Birdsong? She's a famous person, and uh, you might want to ask her something about how that... When, what kind of, when does she shoot the pilot? Oh, when do you shoot the pilot? Sir, I'm right here. You can talk to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you. No, I... <laughs> I am your interpreter.
0: <laughs> I...
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell her You're like those women at the restaurant it? who won't tell yeah. the waiter directly oh. what they want. That is a flashback <laughs> to uh, a Patton Oswalt episode. No, um,
2: I uh, I think it's we start rehearsing on April 9th, and so I think we're supposed to wrap on my birthday.
1: Which and is? since I'm so famous, you all know what that is. <laughs> Yeah. is it july 31st when harry potter's birthday is <laughs> no it's okay. uh april 18th oh thank oh, god speaking of harry
2: potter though yeah. this is kind of
1: dork related sure um That's i also I like to find out minute 51 yeah yeah what else you like
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh no uh I'm, i got a part in a movie called percy jackson 2 which lightning is a thief? lot of greek mythology it's uh, the uh, lightning movie. thief
1: boy yeah it's that boy who stole lightning bastard. Anyway, you know what he is? He's a little shit. That's oh, what he sure. Is. Saggy butt pants. Little lightning stealing, stealing shit. That's a little shit who's stealing lightning. I heard about that kid. Anyway, you got a part in that movie? Yeah. Oh, nice. What are you going to play? I play one of the three fates. <clears throat> Oh, do you? Yeah. What are the fates. And
2: so we, and me and the two other fates, uh, Typecasting. uh drive a cab. Oh, and, again. And, and the, the fates as a, a refresher, you know, one eyeball between the three of them. Oh, that's right. And, uh, and the other fate is Missy Pyle. Okay. Who's, who's great, right? All right. All and right. Yvette Nicole Brown. Is that my getting her name right? From Community.
1: Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, you're, wow.
2: You're her husband, sir. Uh, you just look so happy right now. I'm <laughs> like, wow. Um, Dave knows things, but uh, it's. I think it's gonna be really fun. Yeah, it's up yeah. in Vancouver. So I just got fitted for all the prosthetics. Oh, cool! Yeah, and purple you get to go to goo Vancouver all over. Yeah, a goo all over purple goo that hardens, and then they really fast they put on plaster of Paris everywhere, and literally only my nostrils were exposed. So you Good can't. Thing you're see. not a mouth breather, man. Yeah, you can't see and you can't hear. And so you have to let it dry for like 15 minutes, and then they kind of like chisel it. <laughs> they literally take like a razor blade or a knife and kind of cut into it, and I'm like ow, ow, be-? ow, I feel that. Are you going to wear that while you're acting? Well, it's just to make a mold of your, uh, your head and yeah. your hands and your legs so that they can make, um, uh, make up, you know, masks and things. Okay. Uh, so it's not like you're going to wear this plaster Yeah, you're Paris not going to wear
1: that. And it's not some sort of method thing where you're like, mm-hmm. you <laughs> actually can't see. <laughs> and, uh, but we're going to lend you this eyeball. Fwack. <laughs> and, uh, you'll put it in the, me- that'd be, anyway.
2: But yeah, it was, it was kind of scary. And they, they, they did tell me, like, look, if anything goes wrong, just, uh, you know, give us the thumbs down sign.
1: Okay. Because. Right. You, know. you can't talk to them. It's like scuba diving. Yeah. Where you're like, well, it you're was, not going to be chatting with anyone. It was
2: sort of like, like that sensory deprivation tank thing that you hear about.
1: Right. That you have to go through every time you're an actor. Right. Right. That's sense, you have to go through this, this <laughs> giant tube. Uh, yeah. Any other qu- I, I'm making things up. I took some acting classes five years ago. Anyway, uh, oh, there's a, there's a question from the back. Mary Mack. Mick? What was your first acting gig? Um,
2: like professional, like where they pay you? Did you play a tree when you were a baby in in like the, the school? I remember playing like a turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> and I was pissed. I was pissed because some other girl was supposed to play. It was like Thanksgiving and it was like, do the bump. It was like some weird, awful 1970s. <laughs> so I was a like a turkey, turkey leg doing the funky mm. bump, you know? Yeah. And... uh. And, uh, and the only reason I had to do it is because some other bitch dropped out at the last minute. Uh, like bird song, you're on, kid. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey legs. That's is bullshit. It. Here I go. It's Gypsy. Um, go. So I did that. And uh, but I was I was What's painfully shy, time? painfully oh. shy growing up. So I didn't do any uh, talent shows or anything until like tenth grade. Okay. Um, and that was fun. And uh, but then my first, I think, professional job was at the uh, Elmsford Dinner Theater in Big River. And I played Strange Woman, which is really, you know, sort of foreshadowing my entire career. Like, get off my property! <laughs> Where is Big like, River? I was like 21, you okay. know, so I had like the braids out here and the friends
1: and right
2: And all the other girls are like, if you think it's lonesome or you are... And they're like beautiful costumes. And like, get
1: off my property! <laughs> <laughs>
2: And, uh, but I thought I was, I had fucking arrived because it was equity. Yeah. Oh, was so you Actors kind of had. Equity Theater. Right. Uh, even though like we were Where's literally Where's Big like,
1: River? What the?
2: Oh, Big River's a good musical. Okay. It's, it's and fun. And that's the musical. It's with Huck Finn. And where did
1: it, was this in New York? It was in Elmsford, New York, sort of upstatey. Upstate New York, um, where there's a lot of things happening. Sure. It's true, though. I, I, I sound like a jackass, yeah. but I'm, it's true.
2: And I think I was, I was like a senior in college, like first semester or something, okay. and I got this gig, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to finish. I don't think I'm going to finish college. You no, know, You know why? Because <laughs> I'm doing an equity show.
1: Oh, my God. I'm doing
2: professional theater already, so I really don't need to finish. This ridiculous. Right.
1: Retarded. And then what happened? Did you finish? I finished. Thank God. There we go. Finish your schooling, people out there. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. Did you have, was there a bossy Magoo in your life who said you're going to finish or did you make the decision yourself?
2: I made the decision myself because I was the one paying. Very
1: mature. Very (laughs) mature. I was the one paying, but my sister told me, you'll continue to pay and you'll finish. And I was like, what happened? And uh, she just kept saying that until I finished. And uh, she was correct. It's always nice to have a degree. That's good. Degree to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah, if I ever wanna. Oh, this is
2: crazy. What? I just got my ma- I'm gonna get my master's, I think.
1: It isn't an honorary? It's honorary. No, it isn't. Yeah! An honorary master's degree like your Bill Cosby? From yeah. where? Isn't that fucking- Isn't that weird? That's sick! Who's given
2: it? But I love it. It is great. Um, the, uh, I wanna say a joke school, but, uh, I won't. <laughs> um, uh, it's the American Conservatory of Theater. Alright. San Francisco.
1: Oh, very nice. So, you you'll- so, Oh, yeah, yeah, Thank starting the pause break. Let's do this. Is that Pepitone? Are you here? He's not, no. He's not here, so fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get a cold again? Yeah. Yeah, that's what That's Steve Agee? Who is that? No, it's it's not. He no. looks a little bit like him, doesn't it's he? an Agee Yeah. It's the bearded youth. <laughs> For the AG- <laughs> Excellent. So time. um so what can people there's there a Mary Birdsong uh, uh Twitter that we can all follow?
2: There's a Mary Birdsong Twitter, which is at Mary Birdsong. Catchy, catchy. And, and you can seriously tweet um uh at Ancient Aliens. And that's you? No. <laughs> oh, I want that to be you! <laughs> but I, I tweeted them tonight and I was like, I'm dorking out on a, at Ancient Aliens and George Suk Su- Su- Gals- Guys, Su- 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 S- thank you, sir. Um, so he, 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 like, Responded to I, you I, I was uh, Yeah I was talking About him on the uh, Adam Carolla podcast Oh, That's a podcast Name drop
1: exactly. It's a pod drop
2: Wait, Podra- Let me pick that up For you Drop
1: something <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
2: but, but uh, uh I mentioned oh, yeah. him Just randomly I think he I can't remember How he came up And uh and so then
1: I got and I was he t- he tweeted me. And he tweeted you. Yeah. So wow. He was like, "Oh my god, Mary Birdsong tweeted me." And you're like, "Oh my god, this guy tweeted me." Yeah, it was like Masters of Fine Arts,
2: George <laughs> Sukalos,
1: Sukalos, I Alien. don't know which was is uh, more exciting. They're both exciting. It's they're good both time. exciting. There is a marybirdsong.com, uh, of
2: course. There's a marybirdsong.com, but the thing I'm trying to get going is Big Mama's Honeymoon Underpants.
1: Oh, that, that already has the ring of success. What is it? <laughs> Big Mama's Honeymoon
2: Underpants. It's my blog, and also it's my thing on Tumblr. I don't even understand Tumblr. but That's I, your blog? I, yeah. Okay. But it's but I have a blog that's Big Mama's Honeymoon Underpants. Okay. Big Mama was the name of my grandmother in Baton Rouge. Oh, and, nice. And one of the only Did things... Did you grow up in Baton Rouge? She grew up in Baton Rouge. She grew up
1: in Baton Rouge. I want you to grow up. In Baton Rouge. I know. My back? family's
2: from there, but... Okay. Um, and then uh, the only thing I've ever inherited uh, was Big Mama's Honeymoon Underpants. I actually have them.
1: Her actual honeymoon underpants? Yes.
2: They're pink satin. They fit me. Okay. Uh, They're in a pink envelope that says, for my Mary. From my mother. Yeah. From your... Wow. Yeah. If you see the solo show, there's like a whole... Because you got a solo show. I have a solo show. And coincidentally, Eric Gilliland, who is the exec producer, writer on the Downwardly Mobile, Mm the a Zambar show, he helped me uh, put the show up. Oh. And I would love to do it again. It's, I feel like
1: that isn't a coincidence. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's and fortuitous. So
2: please, uh, all of you theater producers out there who are listening to this podcast, yeah, get out there, produce it for me. Mike Rickberg was in the band.
1: Mike Rickberg, who is a treat and he a joy. Is. He is. He owns a giant. Unless pig. he's
2: low blood sugar, he's great. We used to we used to date though, and I like did you date was Bur- almost like, Mike Rickberg? Yeah, but he and he's such a great guy, hilarious, so talented, amazing. But so I was always
1: like, do you need a cracker? how about some potato chips <laughs> the, I, don't, I don't understand people who, who well, I don't understand people who wait too long to eat uh, that I guess really sums it up, doesn't it Mary Birdsong, I'd like to thank you for being on the Dork Forest I'd like to thank you for having me on the Dork Forest Yay! Yay! you know what we're going to do now we're going to do a little stand-up comedy Eddie Peppetown's here Woo! Let's do the big switcheroo, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. Jer- Is he under the table? Right there. Okay, and now to do it right, to bring it up, to close this show the way it ought to be closed—the one, the only, Mr. Eddie Pepitone. Hey!
3: All right. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Here we are. Um. So, round of applause if you've had a good time so far tonight. Round of applause. Round of applause if you thought Lincoln's death was inevitable. Round of applause. (laughs) Round of applause if you think we're becoming fucking machines. Because there's so much technology... Round of applause. I mean, round of applause if when you are in your car and it's a 1988 BMW and you're hungry and you've, and you've tried to make the transition to vegetarianism and, and now you just eat nuts and you have some nuts on the seat next to you and you haven't eaten for a while and you're gonna kill the fuck in front of you because you can't reach the nuts they're just always out of reach round of applause if that happens to you yes round of applause if you've ever taken shirts covered with semen and burnt them and then (laughs) what i was doing there was taking the convention of round of applause and really pushing the shit out of that envelope and I made a bet with a friend of mine, Tom Stevens one time we were in a bar drunk as fuck he said you can't do anything with the round of applause convention and I said bullshit Stevens I don't care how many Pearl Harbors we've had we only drink drinks that are based on horrific surprise attacks and it it's fucked up with bars named drinks after. I don't know. Name it after a thing that killed several thousand people. I don't give a fuck. Um, I always kid this generation of uh, kids who were in their 20s that you were the generation of the apocalypse. I always say that. I always say that. Because they are, I think, everything is falling to shit, even though maybe that happened previously, but I really think that things are falling to shit, and particularly environmentally, and I feel like the oceans are going to be rising, people are going to be getting engulfed, but this fucking generation, I really seriously think this, that if bodies are floating by them, oceans are rising, they're going to be, like, taking pictures of it, and tweeting it with a frowny face. <laughs> and, like, frowny face, and then the text is just going to be end the world, frowny face. <laughs> And that's this generation. Look, this generation can't handle apocalyptical events. This generation was brought up on lattes with flower designs. Now, my father's generation was so fucking tough that every time my father reached for something, he cut his hand. That's how tough his genera he was bleeding constantly there was barbed wire all over our table pass the salt Barbara he would say my mother who checked out of life very early because she was smart do you know that bright people go insane far quicker than the dumb and the ignorant bright attuned people can't hack it in this world do you know that really bright fucking people People, our sane asylums and our streets. If you need a really difficult problem solved, go to the homeless man who is saying things like, there is a clown living in my ass. You show him, you show him something that needs to be fixed and he will fix the fucking thing because there are geniuses running on our streets while the idiots run the world. Just look at network programming. Those aren't bright people who are doing that. <laughs> I like when my rants end in dead silence. You know, I, I really do like that, but I, I, really, I really try to picture my father's generation using the internet the way we do. Like, I, I just can't imagine my father using Yelp to find a bar to drink himself to death. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Cause that's what he did. I can't imagine him like the day he decided to just check out of everything. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Look at, this is what he would punch into the Yelp, the Yelp search engine. Looking, and I could see him talking into his phone. My location! My location, you fucking cocksucker! That's what he would say. You fucking piece of shit! I've worked my whole fucking life! This is what he would be doing to the phone. I've worked my whole fucking life! And I can't even get my location correctly! You fucking piece of shit phone! This is Bob Peppertone. (laughs) Bob Peppertone, you fucking $700 fucking phone. I need to find a bar to drink myself to death in. I want a place where the family can't find me. But they have great jalapeno poppers.
0: (laughs) Uh,
3: I really do get a kick out of myself, you know, sometimes, you know, Um, I also get very political with material, you know, like I really do like the Occupy movements and I hope they spread, you know, but I I don't know if they will in Los Angeles. It isn't a very political place. It isn't a political place here. You know, people are just on the streets going, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who the bachelor is going to pick. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have huge size so- There's no there's no real acumen about, you know, or solidarity. I don't fucking... I'll tell you something. I want more information about Owen Wilson. But we are not leaving this square of land. <laughs> But I would like to see politics bleed into, like, television and, like, game shows. Like, how about if on The Price is Right, um, some woman from mid-America had to guess the price of the Iraq war instead of a refrigerator? You know what I mean? Like, the curtain opens and it's just fucking carnage. Like, just absolute carnage. Like, real war carnage. And she's just jumping up and down going, I don't know... I know when people are just screaming on the stage, limbs missing, what war really does to people, and shes I don't know when the audience is yelling, five billion a day! Five billion a day! Does that include Afghanistan? Ten billion! And then some vet will get up in the audience at CBS Radford, you can't put a price on it! Don't fucking guess! And play their game! Don't guess! And she's just jumping up and down. I don't know, I don't know! I lost my best fucking friend! I was holding his fucking head in my head! We used to hang out in rural America like in American graffiti! Did you ever see that? That's what it was like! Just hanging out, man! And then we didn't sign up. Finish it. She's—I don't know—three hundred fifty dollars. They always guess three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs>
0: um,
3: I also would like to see like like uh, the economy continue to get worse, um, the point where people just aren't working, and Alex Trebek has to interview people who have been jobless for like 10 years, like these are the contestants. And so he's like, hey, Anne. So, you know, that part in Jeopardy was like, okay, so Anne, what do you do? And she's like, well, Alex, I cut wine with Listerine. And uh, I drink that, you know, and I drink it steadily. Um, and it usually makes me sleep. I sleep a long, long time, you know. And then... If I do get up on a particular day, I will just go to this one room that I've just blackened out all the windows and I'll just, I'll just put my hand against a piece of glass and I'll say this Navajo Indian prayer. And then, and then I'll just, I'll try to find an internet connection and I Google my name slash murder slash myself slash now. And then I, and then I call it a day and Trebek just like, okay, let's see, Tim. And he goes to the next contestant, Tim, what do you do? What do I do? What do I do, Alex? I don't fucking know anymore, man. I don't know anymore. You tell me. All right, let's play double jeopardy. (laughs) Um, let's see. I, uh. I, I get so mad because I can at inanimate <laughs> objects. <laughs> like, I've realized that I take out all my frustrations in life. I bought that fucking bullet thing. Do you know the bullet thing that makes drink, like, smooth? Like, yeah. I thought it was going to make smoothies. <laughs> and it's this small, tiny thing. And I'm like, and I, whenever I buy a product, do you like this? I always think the product is going to change my fucking life. Like, I swear, this this is my impetus to buy anything. Like, if I'm in Rite Aid, I'm like, this pen is going to help me write a script. This is the pen I've been looking for. It's sleek. It's blue. The shade blue that I enjoy. And it feels good. And I never write anything. But I got this... fuck. I was in Target. and What a great place that is. And I just got a residual check, a big one. And I was like, whenever I get a big check, I always think I have limitless money. I'm like, give me one of those. And I just start singing you know, I walk into a big place like give me one of those a vibrating Parmesan machine. Give me one of like I get such disparate shit. Like I want a tuning fork and I want a cuddle blanket. I want those, I want I want organic fruit and I want meat that was raised in Japan. <laughs> But I got this fucking magic bullet it's called, "Which is Great," Another thing named after an assassination. You know, Let's name the product off of the thing that killed America's innocence.' That bullet. It went through Connolly's wrist, right? Like some aficionado is naming the magic pull. Anyway, and <laughs> I, it, the, the fuck. It, so I and and I'm trying to go vegetarian now. And so, like, I was at this place and I met a vegetarian. And I'm always like, so what do you do, man? Like, how do you get your protein? And he's like, dude, man. And I've had this conversation now with many people about proteins and switching off of fucking meat, dude, man you don't need as much protein as they're telling you, man. And I'm like, cool, man. And we talk like jazz cats. I'm like, yeah, man. Very cool. And he's like, get... He goes, fucking make smoothies. Kale, fucking mango. Like He's just telling me all this shit. And so I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to make a mango blueberry smoothie. And I buy frozen mango. And the magic bullet thing doesn't chop up the mango, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And I gotta tell you, I have so much rage from childhood that it all gets distilled into any moment. I am like a vet. In my house, I've never been a war, but I am like a vet who's been traumatized and it all gets distilled into whatever act I am doing that doesn't work. Sorry you had a yawn at that, sir. A guy just yawned at that exact point in my act. Oh, boy. You never got love. Yawn, yawn. Anyway, and all No, it's just amazing how audiences will punch you in the dick. Just just when you think you're doing well. You know what I mean? You people, and I call you a mob because you don't you're not thinking individually anymore. You're a collective mob at this point. You just you're so you're full of surprises, the mob mentality. Anyway, I get, and I'm always like that. I'm always like that where I become a vet if the thing doesn't work. I'm like, motherfucker! It's like the magic, it wouldn't cut the mangoes and my anger is not commensurate. Is that the word? (laughs) By the way, I'm also at the age where I'm forgetting, like, commensurate, commensurate. Who gives a shit? You know what ballpark I'm in. You know what ballpark I'm in. I would make a horrific teacher at this point. Look, kids, just do the thing I am thinking about. Do the thing that I thought about yesterday while driving up Laurel. I forgot it, but I expect you assholes who are extremely young and full of vibrancy to remember the thought I had on Laurel just before it turned into Crescent.
0: <laughs>
3: and isn't it amazing when one street turns into another? Unbelievable. If you ever get a chance, do Ross Mortavine. Knock your socks off. <laughs> All right everybody, I'm Eddie pepito. Thank you very
0: much.
1: That was great. And this was another the live the Dork Forest.
0: My hat, my hat, my hat.